Murky, key, 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 key. Lie. My brothers don't die, we just rusty bark. I tell your girl to link me at the coffee shop. Getting freaky in the sheets, we're taking body shots. Then I finish with a fish, we just to top it off. Ay. My brothers don't die, we just rusty bark. I tell your girl to link me at the coffee shop. Getting freaky in the sheets, we're taking body shots. Then I finish with a fish, we just to top it off. Ay. You ain't got a clue, let's be honest. I had a couple seasons made of forest. I put in the work and take the profit. Looking at my girl, that like what a goddess. Thank God. Rule number two, don't make the promise. If you can't keep the deal, then just be honest. Just be honest. I can never die, I'm Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris. But Welcome to Washington's most controversial, the most raw, unfiltered, uncut podcast. Hosted by Seattle-based Commander-in-Chief of Laughter, General Mutombo. Love from Washington State, USA. Mic check, mic check, one, two, one, two. Welcome again to another episode of General Mutombo Uncut, ladies and gentlemen. Another day, another fresh Wednesday, is it Wednesday? Is it Thursday? Is it Wednesday? Whatever it is, it's just another day. We're under COVID. And I think you guys deserve to have one of the most intriguing artists, designer, this guy. Hey! Some of you have seen him in a couple of the fashion steps. You know, fashion theaters here in Seattle, he be shaking the ground. But this Kenyan, Kenyan born, I call him Kenyan American, fashion designer, the director of design. This luxury brand here in Seattle called the Suziru. The man, the myth, the legend himself, the Gandhi of fabrics. Hey, man, Jamin Lenogwa. Welcome to the show, my G. Oh, man, I appreciate you, man. That was a hell of an intro. <laughs> vice, bro, um, vice, Yeah, bro. what's up, y'all? It's Jamin Lenogwa, like he said, fashion designer here in Seattle. Vibes, And man. Uh, it's an honor to be here with the general, y'all. Vibes, man, vibes, man. Man, let me ask you, Jamin. Jamin. Jamin, is that you say Jamin? Yeah. You're gonna teach me, so, you know, guys. This, I'm from Kenya, you know. But I'm from Africa. Have you ever heard of Africa? Have you, have you ever heard of that? A place? little bit. A little bit. Have you ever bit. heard of it? Was it a good place? Was it a bad place? Oh, uh, it's a great place. Hey, vibes. Now we can talk. Now we can talk. Jamin, you said. Yep. Jamin. So let's see. Where does the story of Jamin begin? Like if I was to pop into, I know you know. I want to go back to uh, the parts that nobody knows. Where was Jamin? Take us, take us through. This is the first chapter of your book. Oh man, uh, Jamin is from Jamin is from Texas. Mm. Mm-hmm. By, Texas, 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 over there. Texas. Down, where people don't wear masks. Down there. there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. It's, yeah. That's not a good look for Texans, yeah. but. Um, what can I say, man? I'm out here you now. Know, you're here now. Um, we just want to know you're not there anymore. It's a blessing that you're here with us, fam. Mm-hmm. Tell us about life in Texas, fam. Um, life in Texas is... It's it's not bad, actually. Um, How's the I, weather? The weather is hot. Okay. It's hot all the time. All right, all right. Um, so I've kind of got used to that. So okay. this little... Whatever y'all call summer, whatever they call summer, summer out here, here it's, it's not really a thing. It's not really ever summer to me. Yeah. But, um, you know, uh, I was born there about... Mm-hmm. Mom and dad, dad's from Kenya. Vibes, vibes, you know, vibes. How Kenya? Hey, shout Kenya. Out shout, shout out motherland. Shout out motherland. Shout out motherland. Vibes. Um, and my mom's from my mom's from uh, Madisonville, Texas. Okay, okay. Um, but you know, grew up, went mm-hmm. to college there. Vibes, vibes. Uh, ran track, you know, mm-hmm. an athlete. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, kind of was a little always artsy, but I kind of took the athletic way. So you were the you're running track. What were you? The four by four, the short race, two hundred. What were you? Steeple chase. <laughs> 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 No, I ran 100 and 200, man. Okay. I was I was, a, <laughs> I was a sprinter. Okay. I was quick, which is which is kind of not what you think about when you think about okay. Kenyans. Oh, yeah, they're known yeah, for the long yeah, distance. Yeah. Yes. So I, I was kind of an anomaly. I was kind of different. You got the dribble sauce of running, not yeah. all of it. Okay. A little sauce, you okay. know. A little sauce. All right. So you are an athlete. At this time, your dreams in college were what? You wanted to? Were you looking to get signed to join their track team? Were you? What are you? Where were you going? Well, yeah, I did go to Baylor University okay. Okay. on a track scholarship. Okay. Uh, you know, I always had those aspirations of running in the Olympics. Mm. Uh, kind of suffered a back injury, mm -hmm. and that was that was the end of that. So um, we're not gonna go there, vibes, but yeah, we're not gonna give but, vibes, but okay? I can say this: I Tell did me. I did take a break after I got my back injury. You okay, know? moved to Houston. Yeah, uh, you know, got a life, got a so job. So you were, you were in one uh, side of Texas, so Dallas to Houston. Actually, I'm from Waco, Texas. Waco, Texas. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, but uh, while I was in Houston, yeah. you know, some things happened that didn't go my way. Yeah. I ran into a. a Pretty bad spot in life, yes, let's okay. just say. Yeah, but um, we'll go through that. It's good. It's a learning process. Exactly. Yes. So uh, on my way, when I went through it, I, I moved back home. Yes. Um, and with that said, I was in a position of, in my life where I was like, maybe I could try to run again. Maybe my back is good and I can run again because I had aspirations. Okay. To run for, for run for Kenya. Yes. So I was gonna like you wanted to be the make the Olympic team for back home vibes. Exactly. Okay. So um, I I went through that. I went through the whole process. The rehab, everything. Rehab. Yeah. Getting, my, getting my coach let me train with him. Yeah. Who is an Olympic coach? Yeah. And my back just just won't let me do it. Mm. Uh, I had to talk to Kenya about mm. running on the team and everything, mm -hmm. but uh, you know they were excited about it, but uh, my back just won't let me do it. <clears throat> so from there. Mm -hmm. um, I thought about, man, what am I going to do? I was in kind of in a, a pivotal situation in my yes, life. Yes. Like, what am I going to do next? Yeah. And I just I just finally strapped down and like, yeah. yo, I'm going to make this fashion thing work. Because mm. I, have, I have been designing and styling, uh, you know, deconstructing, putting things back together. Yeah. Altering my clothes since mm. since day one. Mm. Um, you know, I was always that guy. I mean, I wore best dress in high school. <laughs> <laughs> What, what kind of character? If I was to put you in a character, like you were just one of the Muppets in there, what kind of character were you in high school? Oh, man. Um, I was definitely the comedian. I was okay. kind of a comedian. Go ahead. Uh, I was, let's, let's not say that. I was okay. more of a, had a sense of humor more. Okay. Um, but then I was always the athlete. And I was also, honestly, believe it or not, I was also a big nerd. So, uh, so yeah, so I was an athlete. You were a nerd. I was uh, I was funny. Yeah. And I, yeah, if you said a nerd, okay. But I was always fly as hell too. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you something. So you're in college. A lot of people in college don't even have money to be fly. Where did you get this vibe? Where? Did, what was your inspiration? You're from Houston. You started feeling New Yorkish in this place. Where? How did you? How did you? I don't know. Take me because a black guy. Because me, when I was in college, I used to wear shorts. I used to look like Bernie Ma a cross between Bernie Mar <laughs> and, and, and Obama. I, I used to be really terribly dressed in college, man. Tell me, tell me, how, how did you maneuver through this? Um, I don't know. Uh, Obama and Bernie kind of had the suits, though, man. They weren't too bad. But anyway. Um, man, they look more like Duvet's fam. <laughs> <laughs> they were big fam. Yeah, hey. yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. But no, um, honestly, it doesn't cut. Okay. 
it doesn't cost too much to have style. Okay. You could have all the money in the world, but not have style. Mm. So you know, I never based my my style and fashion on okay. in purchasing what was the most expensive. Okay. You just gotta learn how to work, learn how to work with what you have, honestly. Um, so, uh, but I, where I got it from is my mom. Okay. Honestly, my mom and my dad, they were okay. both really stylish. Okay. Uh, even my mom told me uh, one of the main reasons she was attracted to him because he was always fly. Oh, yeah, so kept, kept on the fly. Okay, okay. So, yeah, so I, it's I, the lure in him. The lure, <laughs> exactly. He's a lure, yeah, he's a lure in him. So, let me Shout ask out you the something. Luya tribe. Did you ever get bullied in school because you're African? Oh, man, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because me, I already went into school. So paint me an experience of an African kid in, 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 in class in Waco. Oh, man, I was all kinds of African booty scratches, bro. <laughs> Did you wear dashiki backpacks? I, man, <laughs> I, wore, I wore the whole dashiki matching top okay. and pants okay. with the little uh, hat, too. Okay. I everything. Everything. I was proud, even in elementary, man. Okay. Even they used to make fun of me. Okay. Um, but, you know, I always... I always had the pride since day one. Okay. I always felt connected to back home just because of my dad. I used yes. to spend so much time with him and he would, mm. you know, show me pictures. Yes. And just tell me how about tell me about it and how he disappointed he was okay. with America by displaying this this these hungry children mm. all the time. And he said it's so much more and so much better than that. Okay. But yeah, um, got, I got my style from my mom and my dad. Um, yeah. My mom always kept me laced. Yes. She was one of those parents that made sure I was, Everything was good, always right? in polo and heel figure. Vibes. And, um, man, the Jays that yeah. I had, man, back in the day when K-Swiss was kicking hard. Okay. I, I had BK Knights. Hey. Man, those were the good days shopping this. Do they sell those anymore? Those are vintage. Like right now, if you get those things, it's so hard to come by. Uh, I would rock some BKs. For the nostalgia, but I don't know. I have to get on shop, <laughs> StockX or or, the, or eBay or something to what, find out. What was your favorite thing to eat in Houston? Like, if you were like to pull up in Houston right now, what's one place you want to pull up? Ooh, Frenchies. Frenchies. Frenchies fried chicken, bro. <laughs> no, like Frenchies better than KFC and and and. Uh, I, I, bro, that's disrespectful. Chick Fil A. Disrespectful. Wendy's. It's disrespectful. No. It, nah, you nah. This chicken is like top tier. Top tier. It's Creole Cajun chicken. Okay. Man, um, and it's, you got to go to the one in Third Ward. Third uh, word, okay. Right next to TSU and uh, H, uh, U of H, the okay. co colleges down there. It's right there in the hood. Okay. But like, that's the best one. The line always wrapped around the corner, <laughs> around the whole store. The they restaurant. might as well. How many? They have a lot of stores there. They, they, we don't have one in Seattle. Oh no, no, no. no we it's don't. a Texas. It's okay. a Houston thing. Houston thing, okay. Uh, but they, they had built some a few stores, but yeah. I think that from what I heard, they closed okay. them all down and only have the original left. Oh, vibes. But, so you have brothers and sisters. I do. Okay. I have um, one brother. He's okay. the oldest. All right. Three sisters. Uh, you know, they're in the middle, and I'm the youngest. The, oh, okay. The okay. baby, you know. Baby, all right, all right. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I do have an adopted sister. Yeah. So uh, you gotta count. Right, yeah, you got that's our sister. Sorry, Tammy. That's our sister. Our Tammy. <laughs> <laughs> that's our sister, fam. That's our sister, yeah, man. Yeah. So now, I am. Uh, I was a complete accident, by the way. Okay. And that's a known fact. Uh, well, we're just playing fun. <laughs> anyway, let me ask you something. So, yeah. growing up, I didn't know that I was going to be a comedian. Um, fate made me rub my head with comedy. And that's where I derived my writing from. Mm -hmm. What made me move to Seattle, though, was food. I heard tilapia here. I was swimming faster, closer to Alkai Beach. So, I made my way here. So, how, <laughs> what made you come here? 
Whew. Honestly, um, I need a new environment. Mm, transplants. Uh, I'm a transplant. Mm. Yeah. By way of Texas. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, again, we have our very, very important designer. People who changed the sartorial landscape from Seattle right here. And he was about to tell us how he moved here, why he moved here, what inspired him to come to this land where it rains nine months of the year, fam. Let's go, brother. <laughs> so, why, why, why I'm here? Yes. Uh, you know, I visit the West Coast quite a few times. And yes. I, I just I just love the West Coast mm -hmm. all the way up and down. Washington. Yeah. Washington. <laughs> Oregon. Okay. You know, and Cali. Yeah. Um, I just always had that Cali vibe and I liked it. I always loved it when I came out this w way. When did you move here? Uh, I moved here three years ago. Mm. Three years ago. Nice. In, uh, okay. Yeah. It was 2017. June mm -hmm. of 2017. Okay. Um, I kind of just got tired of the South. Yeah. You know, nothing against it. Did everything, everybody up? I just felt like it wasn't as conducive. To my personality okay. as I needed it to be. Okay. Uh, Whether you know, it's politics, um, um, you know, overall mentality, yeah. traditions, things of that nature. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to get away and um, get to more opportunities. Mm -hmm. Also, it was also a pivotal point in my life where I was like, I need to get into a more of a an artsy scene. Artsy scene, yes. So like, I can, I can, I can flourish. I can, you know, I can blossom in the right environment. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. So um, when I came out here, I just, you know, started trying to find the little pockets, the little mm. holes and the networks okay. of people that I needed to know and wanted to know okay. so I can build my brand. Yeah. What challenges did you have of meeting people while you're trying Because, you know, when I moved here, it was hard for me. You mm -hmm. know, people don't know you yet. And you mentioned, I'm from Wichita, Kansas. And they're like, that's in Africa, right? I'm like, no, that's in Kansas, fam. It's up here. <laughs> and, 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 and to trust you because, you know, I don't know if you experienced this, but I felt like a lot of people, a lot of people in Seattle, a lot of creatives are in little cliques. Like, it's, a, it's like you have to break into the circle for, you know what I'm saying, you're, you're flourishing to happen. Mm -hmm. How did you settle? Um, I just I just started going to every single event that mm -hmm. I, I knew about. Pops, yeah. Uh, and then from there, uh, I'm kind of a extrovert, so I'm good at socializing. So I just I just walk up and talk to people or, yeah. you know, walk up, give them a compliment or they yes. give me a compliment because yes. I can't lie, I'm always wearing something that I made and I, yeah. it, gets, it gets compliments. So. Mm. Not to sound arrogant, but... Nope. Y'all gotta check it out though at zero.com. We'll give you that later in a minute. Yeah, we'll just give you... We're about <laughs> to get to the big things. We're about to get to the big things. Um, let me ask you. So let me take you off the serious tangent a little bit. Mm -hmm. What's the... What's your favorite color? Purple. What's the shortest height of a woman that you you cannot date beneath this, or you cannot? This is the tallest I can ever date somebody. <laughs> who, you know, so do you like them changing your light bulbs for you, or do you like the ones who can help you tie your shoes so you don't do a backflip? Um, never thought about that one though. <laughs> but uh, now that I think, okay, let's say. I don't, I don't know if a woman can be too short. Okay. For me. Okay. <laughs> You're fine, even if they're, they're short, short. Like save, a little person? You can, Yeah, you can save them from a fire, right? <laughs> <laughs> you gotta tell me. You gotta tell me. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> this man crazy. Um, you gotta tell me the height so that in case somebody out there is single, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? And you know in the future they wanna apply, they don't disrespect themselves in your DM because clearly you've said the heights that these are there. It's like your price bracket. Let's, let's say she, she can't be too short. Okay. Um, 
I don't, I don't, honestly, I don't even mind if she's taller than me. Mm, you want to be saved. Hey, ladies, <laughs> if you're tall over there, if you're like almost a giraffe's relative, this guy is not very tall. You can just grab him by the back of his collar of his neck and help him swim, like when he's about to drown. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. Anyway, but that's cool. I'm going to ask you something. I'm taking on the fun questions. Now, what's your favorite food? It's got to be... Um, now, you talk, don't talk about the Houston one now. Like, this is like on a random Saturday. No. It's not... No, the French cheese isn't my favorite. Okay. I, it, like, I do miss it. Okay. Because I'm out here. Okay. But my favorite food had to be King, Kenyan dish. Kenyan the, dish, okay. You know, the chicken or goat, mm -hmm. curry. Yeah. The, uh, throw some, some type of greens in vibes, there. Vibes, vibes. Uh, the ugali. Okay. You know, eating with your hands, sop yeah. it all up. You know, it feels mm, yeah, you you know, it's not it's not the same. That's good eating. <laughs> that's good eating. Okay. So um yeah, it's gotta be king. Let me ask you something. So you're new in Seattle, you're trying to establish yourself in your career, but I wanna I stopped you for a little bit and I saw at one point you went back to Africa. Mm-hmm. Yes. Was sir. this so tell me this part of your journey? So what influenced you? To go back to uh to africa like well, how was that because I, I i know this was like this is your first time to go to africa or how did this happen yeah it definitely was my first time okay um i went in 2017 also yes. uh -huh. but i was supposed to go years back yes uh, i was supposed to go with my dad for the first time yes since uh he's the one the, the kenyan one of, of my parents yes but he passed away and um Rest in power, King. Rest in power. Rest in power. Yeah, much power. Much yeah. power. Um, he passed away. So then I was like, ah, uh, how do I do this? Because I can't go by myself. Yes. Or I didn't want to. Yes. So I figured I was like, I would find like a significant other or like a good friend to go with. But mm. like, mm, kind of never felt comfortable mm. with that. So um, I just got up and went. You know, I just, I had to make it happen. Took a ticket. I hadn't met there. any of my family there. Yeah. And, uh, you know, my grandmother's getting older. Were you getting scared? Like, did you go to a new land or you've not been to Kenya before, fam? Um, nah. I was never scared. It just felt like you're going home. Was, like, a, like, you're like... I used, I used to be a little cautious. Skeptical. Yeah, but yeah. Like, I, I never felt scared, though, mm. when I was there. Not one time. Mm -hmm. um, and I just felt so much love. You know, mm. they were coming to me and, like... They call me Rasta man. Yeah, Rasta relax, man. man. Rasta relax, man. man. Yeah. Or, uh, or they could, they immediately could tell I was American, but it was yeah. pretty dope that uh, they vibed with you at your frequency. Yeah, and they could tell like mm. I was uh, Western. Mm. I was Western African tribe. Or something, yes. Or okay. Yes. So that that was validating that yes. in some kind of way that I looked Kenyan to Kenyans. You know. Well, how did you feel for anybody who's listening to us? Who's part Kenyan? Half a drop of African, a drop of Puerto Rico, a drop of Korea. Who who feel like maybe that there's something missing in that reconnection? How did you feel when you got there, and you met people you didn't know? These people or this family. This was this abundance of love. How how did you feel? I feel like I was I was at home for the first time mm. in my life. Mm. Felt like completely at home. Yeah. Like I've never like a feeling that I can't even describe. I, I can't put into words but yeah. it was it was it's, i feel like it was my real home vibes man. Yeah, from vibes the, from uh just how the people are okay. the cultures yeah. uh, um, the traditions and things of that nature everyday life um it's it's a, quite amazing what's your favorite spot in kenya like if you were to put kenya i saw you within the water with the camels in mombasa what was your like man if i go to kenya man if somebody right now wants to go to kenya through you you're the tourist advisor ah uh, 
Definitely visit Nairobi. Nairobi. That's the capital city. Yeah, yeah. You're going to fly in to Nairobi anyway. Okay, yeah. But you want to spend some time there. Okay. Um, uh, Definitely spend some time in uh, Mombasa. Mombasa. Mombasa's dope. Uh, Eat the food everywhere you go. It's a little kind of super similar, but it's uh, kind of super similar, but it's kind of different everywhere you go. Okay. Um, Interact with the people. Okay. Um... And definitely in Mombasa hit those white those white beach sands. Yes, right. yes. Did you eat any street food? Mombasa, Madafu, you know, like the, oh, the coconut yeah. stuff and the Mishikaki and the, what else do they have? Mutu, not Mutura. Ah, what they call it? Ah, uh, 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 those kebabs. Oh, kebabs. What do I call what? Oh, Mishikaki. Yes, Mishikaki. Man, I probably did. I don't know what you're you saying right everything. now. You're just eating everything. <laughs> I'm eating everything, bro. <laughs> Oh, that shit was so man. good. I can't even lie, but oh, oh man, man. I, every I, they told me not to eat none of the street food. I was okay. eating street food all okay. the time. Right. Uh, I should get up super early so I could eat breakfast. Yeah. Uh, at a cafe just okay. to see how everything is, is going. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. But uh, I wouldn't trade that experience for the world. Vibes. But, like make sure, like I said, make sure you get on those white sands. Okay. Vibes. Okay. You ride a camel. Are you? Uh, yeah. I think the one spot I want to go back to Kenya and see is that giraffe center place. It's not really giraffe center, not the one in Langata. But I heard there's another one where you have breakfast. I saw it in a, one of someone's oh, picture. Yeah. And you can feed these animals up there. Like I can give them they walk in of, at the, yeah, you know, at like the my, top. Yeah, any food. You know, like my wife forces me to eat broccoli in the morning. Those are the things I want to feed the giraffe to eat for me. Yeah, you know, would. so how it saves the marriage, you know, <laughs> keep the peace. Yeah. That's um, a dope place, man. I, I did see that. Uh, it was... It was really inconvenient and booked up on the days that I was available. When, when was I went that? Was it there. like still giraffes now? Is it like a different spot? A little? No, it's different. Closely. Oh, okay. It's okay. different. Uh, it's it's like a also kind of like a, a bed and breakfast, a hotel. Oh, you can, you can right. either go there and eat dinner, and then or you can stay the night, night? Oh, or okay. just one or both. Oh, it's just up to you. So it's good to make a reservation like this. Oh yeah, like, yeah, because yeah, yeah, it I gets busy, right? I definitely reserve. I, mean, I definitely do that right next time. Now you're in, oh, you're in Kenya. Uh, you're about to come back to states. Um, Tell us about when you came back. Where were you creatively? You're back in, back to your environment, back to you know they say default default settings. You're about to launch. So, can you inspire me in the best way with my motivation? Mm-hmm. To me, um, the culture there, the people there, it seems like they work really hard to to get what they what they what they get yes um it's always hustle always a hustle always hustling and bustling like people uh, kenyans are getting shit done mm. um no matter if they running up to you trying to sell a water bottle or mm. a banana Hustlers. or they have a you know a biz a, a street vendor mm. or if they working in a cell phone company mm. yes like it just it just seems like the culture just works so so much harder so when i got back i was like yo okay. i need to work harder so um i just been focusing on uh focusing on that since it inspired me so much because yes. I, I feel like we kind of here in america we can kind of get relaxed and with all our luxuries and um get things, comfortable things that we have yes and we get used to a certain way being so easy yeah when we could be doing so much more with our time and with our life okay so uh yeah i definitely got way more motivated as far but, as my fashion yeah as far as my fashion um, yeah i do i am working on a um a new it's I'm not calling that African line. I'm calling mm. it African American line. Yeah. So uh, I don't necessarily want to have the. Well, I do want to have the traditional prints, but I prince. also want to 
catapult African fashion. In yes, a, in a, into another direction. Yeah. Yeah. So I have been working on some things in, uh, with that, that line, that collection, but I'm taking my time with that one. Okay. Because I, I feel like it's going to be a, uh, it's going to be a monumental. When was the first time you actually learned how to sew, like to put your hands on? Oh, uh, I was in 10th grade, so okay. I was like... Yeah, it's really hard for a man just get something and start sewing. Me, I tried and I pinch, pinch, drink, drink. <laughs> I can't. Because you know in Kenya when you're poor, you if your shirt is torn, you have a needle. Oh. You buy a needle, it was in every house. And you have to know how to coordinate the colors. That was the first lesson of fashion that every middle class to poor people in Kenya knew. Really? You got to know brown on brown or black on dark colors. One day, my uncle sewed uh, a red thread on a white shirt. He was slapped by my mom. <laughs> okay, continue. Yeah, um, yeah so, 10th um, grade. Mm -hmm. well, how are you t in 10th grade? Like, 13? Yeah, 13, huh? 13, 14, yeah. So, this is what happened. Remember I told you I was an athlete? Mm. But they had given us these big-ass shirts, and I ran Yeah, 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 you had the, you know, the, like the vest and stuff. Oh, was it like this a... This is a big-ass shirt. Yeah, yeah. Like to work out in at, um, in school. Mm -hmm. And we ran track, and you don't want to run in a big-ass shirt. So I went home, I chopped that thing up, cut yeah. it up, cut the sleeves off, yeah. and then I hand-sewed it back together. Yeah. Um, got back to school. My coach... got. Coach got in my shit. He's like, why do you cut up our products like that? I'm like, yo, this but, is how it fit. But, but he liked it. He did, and all the other um, uh, the other players, all the, uh, the, all the other runners were like, yeah. yo, can you do my shirt? Yeah. So I was like, twenty dollars. So I started making money just cutting up shirts, sewing it back together. Uh -huh. uh, he was mad at the whole team, but the next season he got us like the the fitted the fitted tops, because you know everybody wanted them, bro. So like that was my first time sewing ever mm -hmm. um and then from there uh, i just would you know go to a, a retailer find something dope but realize that I, when i get it home i'm gonna do this to it because it could be even so better. you would like people are coming out to you like prom people dates maybe or who are you who are you targeting at this time when you started sewing i know because you had to you had a mentor somewhere was it diddy who was it was it van gogh who, who was this guy it was my mom man. <laughs> <laughs> She had the she had the, uh, okay. the tin can on the, okay. under the bed, okay. you know that the black the, the black thing, yeah, yeah. Okay. And then you open up the can, it's just a whole bunch of needles and thread, mm. you know, little thimbles and things like yeah. that. And uh, she used to, my mom used to make us pajamas. Okay. Uh, nothing major, nothing. I wore to school. She did make me a sweater one time when I was yeah. in college, mm -hmm. but um, she never really like went hard on it like that. Mm. So, um, but I did learn from her. I would just watch her at the sewing machine and yeah. that nature, and I could kind of pick it up. Right. And um. I actually helped make some pajamas one time with mm -hmm. her. So I kind of, I, I kind of from there, I understood uh, fabric construction. Fabric construction, ladies and gentlemen, you have to construct fabrics. Yes. Uh, I, so from there, I, I, I have to call myself a fabric engineer. Fabric engineer. Hey, guys. <laughs> English lessons. Fabric engineer. Family. I want to be a fabric therapist. Like the fabrics that do not to make it. I want to talk to them. They need help. They need help. Yeah. Vibe with me. Uh, hey. When I go in the fabric store, I'm like, man, that fabric, fabric need help. I'm that give is dope. Your, I like it. Let's go. I'm okay. going to give them your card. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now, your new role of fabric engineer. Describe it to us. My new role. Um, I, just try to, I just try to be different. Mm. Uh, I got a class. I feel like I have a classic, classy style. Vibes. But I try to be... Uh, Throw a little touch of edge in Eclectic. there. Eclectic. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, and I just always want to try to 
make a fit or mm. a cut mm. in a different way that's never been done or never been paired with certain uh, textiles and, yes. di and different uh, different patterns and things of that nature. I like to play with things and like yeah. make things, put things together that people never saw before. Mm. Put together, mm. if that makes sense. Tell us something. The audience are in your room, in your creative space. You know, people have things they can't live without. You know me, like in my creative space, I need ugly pictures on the wall so that I can make fun of them properly as I write jokes. Okay, and I mean <laughs> fun. When I mean ugly pictures, I mean of myself. So I put a lot of myself around the wall to remind me that I can roast anybody. Okay. So what are five things you can't live without? Um, off the top. Good question. I, I, it's got to be my uh, my earbuds. Earbuds one. I don't go anywhere without those. Things. Okay. Um, my uh, my pin cushion. Pin cushion. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you think you're gonna sew anywhere? You're just gonna uh, pull up like Captain Sowa. Man, I might. Okay. I, I keep my pin. Not my pin cushion. But I definitely keep my. Uh, let me scratch pin cushion and throw okay. in throw measuring it. tape. Measuring tape. Uh, I do. Okay. Keep, I do keep one measuring on me tape. at all times. Okay. There's been a couple of times where I was out and I uh, saw somebody and mm. I was like, hey. Will you, I want you to model for me. Okay. P open up my iPad, show them images. Like, okay. yeah, we want to make it work. Let me get your measurements right now yeah. before you get out of my presence. Okay. So that's happened before. Um, let's see. What else can, can I Tape measure. Yeah, you have three more. Okay. <laughs> Think uh, about anything. People plugging you in, bring, flying you to France, and they want to know five things you can't live without. Who? Uh... Swedish fish. Swedish fish. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, no, man. Okay. I love my Swedish fish. And, okay. And then let's throw in uh, Crown Royal. Crown Royal. Which one? There's black. There's oh, gold with bourbon. Original. Which, the original crown? Yeah, the original crown. crown. Okay. Uh, All right. Uh, you know, it's got that purple and gold. Those are my okay, colors purple and anyway. gold. And then, uh, Vibes, know. crown. Okay, what's uh, the last one? Let's say... Probably my uh this right here my chest my chest bag your chest bag yeah oh vibes chest bag chest bag and whatever's in the chest bag go protect it I'm saying five things if you're inviting my friend my brother jam in you better put some things on that table on that VIP let me ask you something so what was your most memorable experience when you began sewing like when you started like when you started like this is your first product you want to tell people because i know you sold it to people there was an idea and there was your first shirt your first shorts your first long trench coat or your first hat what was the first reaction when you first made your debut my first reaction was like damn i know i can do this now Mm, vibes, yeah. okay. Um, because you know, as an artist, yeah, you could possibly when you first starting to do something, you had that feeling like, um, am I gonna be good enough to, to do this? Okay. You know? Yeah. Ah. Okay. So um, when I made my first dress, which was uh, actually uh, describe the dress. So it's uh, it's a fitted through the waist. Uh, kind of uh, right above the knee, uh, checkered print uh, dress. Yes. Uh, has uh, really blousy sleeves and pleated on the shoulder, the shoulder hem, um, and then an open back, like a V open back. Okay. Um, 
and it's a drop tail, also mm. in the back. Okay. You uh, call those the drop tails. I just call them the blanket behind. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> drop tail. Okay. All right. Oh man, it's a it's really good material. Kind of okay. stretched, not too much, and it's a kind of a uh, elevated evening dress. Okay. Um, that was the first one I was pretty much my that was my first dress. Why evening dress? Um. This was first. Like you didn't even go to t-shirts like everybody else. Like you know, you didn't go with uh, patches, hats. Like little much, much. You see, Drake now has even under speedos now. Why did you just go to? Well, that's that's evening e- dress. That's easy though. Okay. Um. Plus, I don't. I don't know. I really haven't even thought about dr- shirts just because that's just something easy. Okay. So, but um, I went formal because uh, that's my style. I want to be. Um, I want to be high. I am high end, high fashion. Um, I want to. I want to compete with the best. Um, a t-shirt. A t-shirt is. What? I don't know. It's a t-shirt. And plus, I sew everything. I make everything. If I do a shirt, I'll probably just get it in bulk. Just bulk order. And um, this eye. What eye? This eye you have for what you're designing. You do know they will not sell this at Walmart, right? You're targeting very high runways and you're targeting the cream de la cream of the fashion empire. Yeah. Where, because you know, everybody practices, you know, for, they say for every one shot that Michael Jordan made on the court, he lost, he missed a hundred or a thousand. So where were the messes here? Because you have a lot of perfections of here. How many did you start and you're like, man, this is where I crafted. How did you evolve? Because I know your style at the beginning is not your style now. Ooh. Oh man, so my my style has always been elevated. Okay. I never dressed down. Okay. And that's how I want all of my pieces to be. Okay. Um, even even when you dress down, okay. it can still be elevated. Mm. And I want people to understand that and to know that. Um, whether whether or not you're wearing a formal gown that yeah. I make yeah. or you're wearing a, uh, a tracksuit or a sweatsuit, it's gonna it's gonna look some elegance into it. Very elegant. Mm. It's gonna look luxury. It's gonna look like money. Mm. Like ro- it's gonna look like royalty. Like so, I, no matter what you do, because I I can't cre- I can't reinvent the t-shirt, but I can make my t-shirt more desirable than the next person's t-shirt. So then that's my whole goal. Mm. Your what is your first um, um, runway experience in Seattle or anywhere that for that matter in Seattle? So. How <laughs> was that one? Hey, so, make sure. Um, so when I first got out here, you know, when you get to a new city, yes. you gotta kind of start at the bottom. Okay, you don't know where you don't know, you know anybody. Like yeah, that. you can't yes. just, you know, like oh, I got a fashion show, I got a clothing line. Can you come to it and buy? It? You gotta build your network. Yes. So when I got out here and I, I researched some brands, I'm sorry, some uh, some shows, knew some people, but wait, this has shows like in Seattle that they have like what that like a like fashion meets fabric meets what do you what are we talking about <laughs> meet what is, it, what, do do? what is it like what kind of link up is this uh, let me to the bar I want to know well you know for a beginner like, like just so that in anybody if anybody else is at the stage that you were a few years ago they will know like bruv this way you start you better make sure you step into this bar or this spa I got you oh, yeah right well believe it or not okay uh, Seattle do, does have fashion shows mm-hmm. um, they do Beverly have has a fashion show too yeah they okay. do have uh, designers and they have their networks mm. um, so being new here you I had to you know hop in those networks possibly yes. on Facebook yes just so I can find out when events are mm. and then so I can go you know rub elbows rub shoulders with yes. people get to know who I needed to know um, but 
I felt like I wanted to go ahead and get things going. So I produced my own show altogether and uh, so I can promote myself in that way. And I just use my social skills, my networking skills to um, cultivate people in that industry or were interested in it to come to it. Um, so that happened in 2019 where I did my first show. And, uh, you know, I sold more tickets than I expected. Mm -hmm. I did, it did sell out. Yeah. Um, and it was a success. Yes. So, you know, in my eyes, definitely some things I could do a lot better. Correct. But it's my first show, so uh, I'm not going to be too hard on myself. Um, so uh, I'm ready for the next one. COVID canceled the one for. Ah, don't, don't talk about COVID. Don't talk about. Ah. Pause it for now. Pause it. Ah, let's take a shot for that one. This is so bad. Like, uh, <laughs> let's take it. Let's uh, this, this, this is for everybody we have lost through this COVID. We'll put you down, fam. To my relatives who have lost through COVID. Vibe with you, fam, man. Hey, man, you know, you never know these things till they hit your own family, fam. Exactly. Have you been safe, though? Have you been washing your hands? You know, people have never been washing their hands even when they wash their ass. Corona, I'm so glad, <laughs> has made people... You know, it used to make me mad. We go to the club and people just come out of the bathroom trying to hug you. Hug me for what? Stay for their sanitize. Now, this is Jesus telling us, people should not be talking on you after they come from the bathroom. They should sanitize. Amen. Sanitize everything. Oh, yeah, back to our story, fam. How's Corona upset your your trajectory of what you were doing with your brand so i had a fair amount of shoots yeah lined up yeah so, you know once the covid hit and uh stay at home order hit yeah uh, you know naturally you kind of got to okay. step back okay so uh with that said i've started sourcing material online yes you're getting it mailed to me and uh that's been a it's been a kind of a struggle but it ended up coming out great i found a good site that i can use okay so i've just been sewing Every day, I make sure I sew something or I cut something. So, uh, COVID slowed down my progress as far because I had a fashion show, my second annual True Colors fashion experience. That was lined up for next month in August. Yes. Man, but I'm pushing all the way back to next August. So, once we get everything under control and people are ready to go back out and be around people again. But um, uh, it, was, it was sad, but it was bittersweet. But in the meantime, I'm going to be able... To but adapt, get, to like find a way to yeah, gotta 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 adapt, gotta find a way to continue to be uh, monetarily profitable. Um, so I'm gonna look into getting some manufacturing started soon, so I can get some things online, sell some things online. But uh, I'm not, I mean, I'm not too too bummed out about it though, because I mean, it's COVID slowed everybody down. Yeah. So um, I'm looking forward to True Colors 2021. Vibes. It's gonna be the. It's gonna be the. It's gonna be the move. Trust yeah. me. What, how did you feel about uh, all um, the? How did you feel about the air in Seattle? The protest. There was a lot of Black Lives Matter that came out. A lot of artists were coming out. There are all these different factions of people who have been oppressed. You see, people like you. You heard Ellen DeGeneres' show was canceled. They're investigating that woman was being rough with people and all these things that are coming out, the police battalion. How does this, as a creative, how's this, have you, have you, did you know, did you, what was your energy like at this moment? Because me, I think I've got to a point I shut down. It was too overwhelming between Corona, between what's going on in the world, and still being one of, being this creative who's supposed to be a healer, because I think with our craft, that's what we're supposed to do. But we can't heal the community when you haven't healed yourself. So I had to like, do some shits. Yeah, I'm, I'm. How was it? I'm. Uh, I'm. He I'm actually healing right now, man. Mm. Um, you know, 
you just look at the history of the country. Yeah. Uh, it's something like this is inevitable. People, yes. People get tired, you know, um, with the protests and the, uh, you know, uh, I'm, I'm not against it because people get tired. Yeah. Um, but you got to understand why they're tired, and then yeah. you got to you got to fix that root problem. Mm. So uh, of course people are going to talk negative about the protesters. Yes. But if somebody was mistreating you and your family and you, your same way. your uh, your tribe. Yes. You would eventually fight back too. So you um, you you'll break. You will. So yes. I don't want to hear that shit about you know why are they doing this? Like look at why they're doing it. Don't look at what they're doing at the moment. Look why they are doing it. Have you, as a person, as um, I'm, not, I'm not gonna use, I'm not gonna use, I don't know, this is called the uncut show. So I'm gonna put this in the most gratus, gra, you say gratask? Has somebody gratus. ever treated you lower than yourself? I think that was the best way to put it. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know if there's any other way to put anything. If anybody has ever treated you lower than yourself, you know how lower you are. You say you cannot date people who are very short and tall. <laughs> so, has anybody ever treated you lower than yourself? Mm. I can't. I can't think of a situation too quick off the top of my head. Okay, that's good. Then you're happy. Don't <laughs> don't force it. If you have not got that, we gotta tell these people these things. Sometimes I have guests who have money, and sometimes I have guests who have no money. Mm -hmm. The guests who have money, sometimes they come here and they shake a lot. Oh, I don't know. I don't want to sound like I'm bragging. I'm like, you're not bragging. You've been blessed. Now tell us how you got the money so that other people can be blessed too. <laughs> it's a vibe. But thank you, Yo, for, thank you for vibes. I did. Let me yeah. pull up. I tell think me. I thought of something. Talk to me. So I was leaving um, this restaurant in Cap Hill. Yeah. And I don't know what... I don't know what this was, why she thought this, but yeah. I walked out and um, some chick, she had on some, a fly-ass outfit, shoes or something. I was going to mm. compliment her. That's, mm. that's what type of person I am. Mm. And um, uh, she was in a conversation and I had to put my hand out like I was about to say something because I okay. was being polite, right? Okay. Yeah. And she was like, excuse me, we don't have any money for you. What? I was like, what the fuck? Hey, Bombo club. <laughs> I've been there. Backhand, backhand. Backhand. Hey. But uh, I don't know with the, I don't know, the gentleman in me when we yeah, go to that level. You, know, you cannot do that. You got to control your emotions. Yeah. But um, I don't know why she thought I was homeless. Oh, you don't have any money. You didn't ask for the money. Like, like, you see this outfit? Yeah. Look at you and look at me and look at yourself again. Don't disrespect you by <laughs> looking at me. Oh, like, you homeless. Look that way. <laughs> Hey, and you dread, 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 you think it's because of your you have a unique style. You have you have what color is this? How can I is this what's this one? It's not red. Uh, it's not pink, it's not purple, it's not blue. What man, is that? It's what you call what? It's, this is garnet. Garnet? What is garnet? Speak English. Garnet is okay. a shade of red. Okay, so he has a shade of red dreadlocks. They're different. Tell us, do you think your dreadlocks might be part of the reason people may look at people and judge them on a stereotype level? Um, I do. I do know that for a fact. Why? Not that I think that. They're just a hair like everybody else has hair. People with big foreheads get a fade. It's not illegal. People with, with missing hairlines like LeBron James still get a haircut. Not illegal. Why are dreadlocks illegal? Uh, it's, I mean, just to be honest, it's because it's not part of the white standard. Mm. Like there's a stereotype, there's mm -hmm. a face. You know they they say like you know like 
like sometimes me and my mom argue and i'm always like mom why is jesus always white why can't he be black sometimes because you know i have you know what i'm saying i have my cornrow donut cunny hair my green gram hair <laughs> so that's the jesus i relate to communism in the image right exactly so i can't relate to that jesus who has hair like you know what i'm saying like the rock's father so i want to know <laughs> to you like why do you feel that the importance we need to change this image where we we box black good black people as this you have to look like this you know like a like a box like you're packaging socks from china to come through amazon you gotta be like this why, why do you have to change this stuff well we just have to change things to to look at every human to be equal yeah no matter how their hair grows what okay because they are what yeah. color they are um but with that said you know a certain avenues i i don't feel like it's a big deal about hair yeah because hair is hair but there's certain avenues where you, sh you should and dress a certain way yes but you can when you go there you yes. shouldn't have to wear your hair a certain way Correct. you know uh, be on top of your grooming though um you know if you got dressed line that shit up you know maybe yeah, yeah, you just, know, get, just get, get some good get, yeah. get a new twist if you yes. got a job interview or something yes. like that yeah you know but um how you wear it shouldn't affect anything about you but you know, at the same time, groom yourself. What's the importance of grooming? Like you feel uh, as a committee, as black men, as being a stylist, as being a fashion engineer, what do you think it plays as a role in motivating people? You know, like there's a, there's a quote, I think Jay-Z said in one interview in 1995, and Jay-Z said like, you come, like, you have to walk into the negotiation table looking like the money you're about to ask. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I, I definitely. Uh, like when you're asking for a raise, you gotta look like the raise. I definitely feel that quote 100 percent yes i um i i've i've noticed certain situations where yeah. i've actually gotten an opportunity mm. literally because only the way i look because when you walked in look. yeah yes okay. um or not even going to get the opportunity no nope. uh because i've i've booked uh certain things you know in the past yes going, going about doing things because i used to do music and all kinds of stuff like yeah. that but um wait 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 i would you did music like drums, like Bona Boy. Oh, what music did you play? Tell us now. Do reveal. It's uncut. Reveal, reveal. Ah. Are you singing? Were you singing in church or a strip club? Be honest with yourself. <laughs> Do not lie. I will find out. It was a strip club in a church. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, right, so uh, tell me, tell me something. No, uh, man, that's, ah, I shouldn't have said that, man. When did you say it? You forgot. We are, we pay attention to everyone. Everything, everything. Hey, we got picking up. Nah, man, so to, just tell us, even if it was brief, you just went up here and left. What were you? Let's go. I used to do music. I was. Okay. I used to rap. Mm. Yeah, I used to rap. Oh, spit. Yeah, okay, cool. I'm like, not about like the bars. Freestyle, not okay. about none of that. Don't ask. You, me. Okay, I'm not gonna ask you that. But were you more of a conscious, like a type of spitter, or were you like what? What kind of uh, different genre, sub genres of rap? Like, what were you selling at that time? Um, I was fun. Oh, fun. Um, chilling. I had vibes. some fun stuff. Yeah. But I also, I, I had some conscious trash though, oh, uh, especially vibes. towards my as I matured. Yeah. But um. It was it was cool. I think I was pretty good, but mm. like I just wasn't that. I wasn't in love with the music, mm. in the music industry. I should say. So um, you know, even with that, you know, I stayed fly as hell. Right. So um, that kind of was the, honestly the inception of Sizeru, because mm. I started it nine years ago. But we're about to get there. Don't spoil it. Relax. Ah, spoiler alert! Ladies and gentlemen, spoiler we are about to come back. We're gonna take a little break. When we come back, we're gonna talk. We're gonna talk about what culture shocks did my brother K 
King Jermaine. We experienced, you know, you know me, I experienced culture shocks in, Af in America here. You know, people wash, wash their hands carelessly. My neighbors are here, Corey, twisting when my mom is around. Different culture shocks that I've never heard. Like women just scream, scream when you're trying to create a baby. Why can't they just be quiet? It's a very quiet process. So you're also <laughs> going to tell us how, if you do it right. what kind of culture shock you had in Kenya. Because you can't tell me that you and mosquitoes are relatives. That you just went there and nothing bit you. Eh? You did not have any stomach upsets when you touched Mutura. You gotta tell us. So, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back in a smoke fire. gentlemen we're back again we are back again right now general mutombo show with our big guest hey distinguished this guy exclusive designer guy hey i want him to tell us how his baby is called suzuki what does he call say it say it in english your brand <laughs> i said uh, the brand's name is Suziru. Suziru. I knew to something Chinese in my life. <laughs> anyway, Suziru Threads. Talk to us. How did this come about? Okay. So, here's the story. Yo, vibes. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Story, okay. Okay. Got ready here this I look. Okay. So, I started this brand technically, okay, in 2009. Okay. But 2009. All right. Hear me out. Yeah, a while ago. Okay. Um, so, but listen to me, y'all. So, I started it with four, three other people. Okay. Four of us. Okay. Um, but we, immediately we had creative differences and we clashed. Okay. So we went on the back burner. All right. Uh, we talked about earlier how I was living in Houston. I'm, I ran, ran, to, went back to run track and things of that nature. Yes. That's what I was doing. You know, I found a career. I was, I was cool. And then, once I decided I wanted to uh, move out here and uh, do my whole creative thing. Here in Seattle now. Yeah. Okay. That's when I was like, you know what? Let me go back and finish where we had started. Where I started, I should say. But, like, now I'm doing a solo. There's nobody else included but me. Yes. So, um, and I'm, I'm happy about it. I got complete control and I feel the most inspired and the most creative that I've ever felt in my life. Um, What's important about having creative control of your work? Well, I mean, I guess as an artist you have your idea. Yeah. And you you love that idea. Mm -hmm. um, of course, we're always open to uh, criticism, yeah. criticism and suggestions. Yes. But we well, know artists, we got a certain pride in what we Create. Mm. We have a vision for mm. it. Yeah. Um, so I just feel more comfortable starting a brand by myself. Yeah. Um, and then possibly in the future, uh, you know, reach out to have employees. I do have. A, yeah, yeah. Okay. I you, do you, have you, a, thing, yeah. and coworkers. Yes. I do have a big plan for yeah. the for the company and the business. Okay. And I, just, I, feel, I want it to be big. You know. Mm. I want to be huge. I want. Wanna, looking massive, looking corporate, franchise stuff. Yeah, I wanna. Okay. I don't wanna be. I don't wanna be too big. I wanna be big enough. Yeah. I don't wanna be too greedy, but I wanna definitely have a uh, an imprint on in the fashion industry, and mm. I wanna be known for setting trends. And, What's you, uh, what do you think is missing from the fashion industry, like right now, looking from your microscope? Ah, ah. By now, killers. What do you think is missing? That you, you're adding, like you're bringing, like your salt bay. What are you mm -hmm. doing? Sprinkle me, baby. Uh, yeah. In Seattle? Let's start with Seattle. 
Then we go to the next one. Um, I feel like I just bring a uh, something different. Um, it's hard to pinpoint and say what it is, but I like to use creative words like uh, edge, audacious, yeah. but yet classy and classic. Classic, okay. Um, royalty. Royalty. Yeah. yeah. Um, I want I want people to can dress any way mm. that they want across any type of category. So yes. however, however you dress, but you can find something that you love. Yes. That I make because something you're not gonna love everything. Mm. But I still wanted to be a brand that you check to see like, yo, like, okay, this is stuff I I copied. I yeah. wanna I went across so many different different boards of okay. and different types of people. Yes. So I feel like I can do that and I feel like that's what I can bring to in Seattle and, and across the whole world. If you had a celebrity right now, like you'd make, like you'd die to have these three celebrities wear your dress or your suit or something you're designing, male or female or child. So let me know, like, if it's a common sense, a common. I have some model goats in Africa. So, let me know. what would you have wear a masterpiece or who? Um. Beyonce. Beyonce, okay, <laughs> I mean, okay. That's, that's what all... would you make for Beyonce? Oh man. Um, I would I would want to make her something possibly that she would wear for her birthday. Mm. Like going out wherever she goes about doing her, you know, birthday activities. Yeah. But I, I want it to be a, an event. Like I always want things to be an event. So I want it to be, you know, like some type of gown, formal gown. I would definitely put so much thought and effort to it to make it very creative and very um, unique to Beyonce and like to just make it just like hug and, and drape and you know and sway the way she would on her to make it make sure that anything she, she wears, I don't care if she wears tissue paper, I think it looks sexy. I think Beyonce makes things look popping. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> but I would I wanna add to it and you hey. know, you know, just like at the end of the day, she feels like she's like gorgeous, she's like she's a royalty, and royalty like, in it. That's okay. the main point. No matter who wears it, from Beyonce to okay. somebody walking down Aurora. Okay, <laughs> but but if they're wearing it, I want them to feel royalty. Feel like I mean, royalty. That's number one. Number two, we got Beyonce. Okay, let's go. We got two more. Um, You gotta have somebody. It doesn't. It doesn't can be a movie star. It can be a singer. Just somebody from. Right. Um. Honestly, man. Um. Maybe. Uh, baby. Baby. The rapper. The, the baby or Not just baby? baby? Just baby. Baby. Baby's only the big mouth. <laughs> <laughs> okay, baby. No, why? That. Why baby? Um, what would you design for baby? Elevated street, probably like elevated street. Because I, like Describe I said, that for like I said, an amateur in, in your line of work. So, like I said, I would love to make something Beyonce, something kind of more for me, uh, formal slash freakum dress. You know the song. Yes. So something okay. in between there. Okay. I would describe that. Or translation of both. Exactly. Okay. Okay. But like I said, I also want to touch all bases. All bases. Vibes. So I wouldn't necessarily make him a, you know, a formal. Uh, yeah, because then you'd be playing the stereotype of mafia. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Yeah. Okay. Mafia style. Mafia style. But um, okay. I don't know. I have to think about it. Possibly like uh, what I call a royalty bomber. Okay. Um, a royalty jacket. Uh, yeah. Yeah, because he, he does love bombers. Yeah. Okay. So Some something that would yeah. definitely fit his style. Yes. But like I said, I want to cover all bases and categories. So yes. no matter how you dress, I feel like there's something I can put you in. Bomber. Okay. Yeah. You got Baby and Beyonce. Okay. B and B. Okay. We need another one. Yeah. Let's go with uh, Idris Elba. Idris Baba, you know, he's my relative. He left me, he has refused to claim me, but I'm claiming him on his behalf. Anyway, I like Idris Elba. Why do you love your stuff on him? Why him? What he, is it, him? He's, um, I would definitely put him in a gentleman type of GQ. Yeah, oh yeah. Mm. Classy. Flies for elegant, elegant, yeah. royal, tasteful. But like I said, yeah. always a little bit of edge in there. Yeah. So um, you know, I'm even like thinking about stuff in my mind right now. But you're not um, gonna put him like in a Bond Seven suit, right? No, 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 no. Okay. My type of class. Oh, okay. But you gotta hit the website to see, but we're gonna get to that. Yeah, all right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> so we're plugging in, we're plugging in. Now we're here with the CEO founder. This guy is about to tell us about his new venture and where he's trying to take it. Brother, the floor is yours. Talk your talk now. Plug us in. What is, what if, and where are we going? And what's next? What's next for the brand? Yes. Um, the website. Put everything down on the floor for me. Okay. First off, uh, visit suzero.com. Okay. What does suzero mean? Um, so, why so, that name? So here, here's where Suzuru came from. Yes, I go I go by Jama Lenovo, right? Oh, okay. my last name is Suzuru. Ah, uh, uh, that is it's making sense. See, question answered. That's what you want to know. Okay. Well, okay. yeah, I set that one up though. Yeah, you know, uh, my, uh, I know. Yeah, uh, and I have a lot of pride in this. My last name. Right. right. My dad passed away, so I, I feel like I'm kind of living. That like a way to let him live on also. Yes. Um, um and I go by Jam Lenovo just because I love my name. I love my, right. Af- I love my African names. It's royalty family. Yeah, so I love my African names and I yeah. just want them to be expressed. Right. So uh that's where the name came from. Okay, shout out, shout out. Where can they find this online from? So check out Suzero.com. It's gonna be S A Z as in zebra. IRU.com. Yeah. Uh, you can also follow me on Instagram at Jamin LS. That's J A M as in man, E N L S. And then also uh, the brand has a has a Instagram. Yeah. ZeroThreads.com. Right. Um, but yeah, that's where I am about my social media. Um, I got big plans. I'm making big moves. I got, um, I even have a. member of a famous Hollywood family that actually reached out on my Instagram. No, so this is like your brand connected with somebody big on Instagram. What's, what was this person? Who's this person? Somebody touched and said they give you a stop of approval. Who's this person? Um, I don't want to put the name out there quite okay, yet. Okay, 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 okay. But um, okay. It's, a, it's, a, it's a member of a famous Hollywood family. Yes. And um, they reached out through a friend. A friend yes. put put them on. Yes. So it's uh, a mutual friend put them on, and they checked out my page, 
like loved uh, my first dress. I talked about the checkered dress, and uh, wanted me to make create that for her in her in her measurements. So that's what's going on here now. So I'm gonna be doing my first Hollywood shoot. Vibes, vibes fam. Yo, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we had a little technical hitch here, but I, I, we were speaking behind the scenes with the amazing, talented, phenomenal Jamin Nongo about where he's taking his brand, where he's going next, his future, where he's just taking his creative train to. And he wanted to give us a brief history of where the name Saziru yeah. came from. So, what is by the name? So, my, I go by Jamal Lenogwa. Yes, everybody knows who is Lenogwa. Yes, okay. <laughs> uh, but my last name, honestly, is Saziru. Saziru, okay. Uh, that's where the name came from. Legacy. Um, my dad passed away, and I wanted, you know, to, to, to keep his legacy going. So I wanted that name mm. to uh, be something that could be passed on okay. through some type of brand. Vibes. Um, and also, the name to me just feels like royalty. It feels classic. You it feel feels, like you're committed to it. Yeah, you, you know, owe something to it. This rolls like off King the Saziru. Saziru. Yeah, Saziru. Saziru. When they put you in the media, say Saziru properly. But uh, I can't lie. Some, one time, hey. uh, I went to an interview one hey. time, hey. and the interviewer said he thought I was Asian just by looking at my, my name on my, <laughs> my resume. Stupid person. Stupid person. Yeah. Hey. Uh-huh. That's stupid. Yeah, but yeah. I'm not just kidding. No, they, they know when I say stupid, I'm just playing. Now, let me ask you. So, Saziru is your baby. Where can they find Saziru online? Oh, uh, for sure. Uh, check out Saziru. Th- sorry, just Saziru.com. Okay. Uh, S-A-Z-I-R-U. Okay. That's S-A-Z as in zebra. I-R-U.com. Okay. Okay. Also, Instagram is SaziruThreads.com. Or Saziru Threads is the username. Um, and if you want to follow me personally, my Instagram, Twitter, all that stuff is uh, just Jamin L-S. That's J-A-M as in man. A-N as in Nancy. L-S. German Lenongwa. Hey, Kenyan American. Oh, Kenyan born American. No, American Kenyan. American Kenyan born. Mm-hmm. There's some tra- Hey, this is like a mixture of a cocktail from Starbucks. It's hard. But what do you <laughs> like now? Let me ask you. So, if I was up to, I'm applying for a job. What do you sign? What do you click on? What do you what do you what do you, what do you mark? Do you mark African American, African Kenyan? What do you mark? What do you mark? What do you mark there? Man, honestly, I I, I mark. I gotta check African American, and I feel like I'm a true African American because my mom was born here. Yes, and my dad was born in uh, Africa. I have a problem, maybe What's because that? I'm new. Because you have you have stayed here longer than you are born here. Why do you have? See, it's a job, right? Suppose I came to your house and I'm a plumber. My job is to fix the blocked toilet because you because your girlfriend maybe the girlfriend you don't like has shit a lot and the toilet is blocked. Yeah. My job is to unblock it. Why does it have? Why do I have to describe what kind of skin color I have to unblock your shit from your ex girlfriend's? But like, why? Why can't I just say, the guy? Are you a mechanic? Yes. First, I describe my sex so they know already if I'm black <laughs> or male or female. So I don't know how the rest of the other people who identify on the circles, trans and all that, I don't know how they identify. And then there's a plus where it says, describe your face. Does it matter? I have a mask now. Does it matter? How do you feel when you do African-American? What, what do you feel? Should, you, should we leave it the way it is? Or do you want Kenyan-American also to be like Kenyan-American, African-American, Brazilian-American, British-Colombian? What do you think? Uh, I, know, I don't think we got to get too 
detailed. Mm-hmm. You can uh, you can you can say African Americans. Just leave it uh, right there. But I also know a lot of Black people in America that don't identify as African, so they get yes, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. There's some Black people who don't necessarily identify as Africans and they don't want to be labeled as African Americans. Right. They, some of them want to be just called black. Just black, correct. Yeah. Um, but but that will bring a problem. Think about it. Black, brown, yellow. If we just stick to <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's And it's just okay. so, I don't know, everything is just so touchy and weird. Yeah, I know. I, from, I know it's from. hard to make everybody happy. Let me ask you something. What is one thing that you look for when you're dating? Like this is one of your... Like your top tier, top three uh, things you look for in a dating. potential date. Yeah, fam. <laughs> Let's go. We're going everywhere tonight. <laughs> oh god. Oh. Um. I look for ambition. Ambition. Okay. Um. I look for like with on ambition. I I look for like some initiative uh, to you know, ambitious to be great to like, like want to more making. Expand goals and you know have uh, have a plan. I look for ambition. That's really uh, really sexy to me. Okay. Um, what else? Um, you can smell ambition when you see somebody walking down the restaurant. Come on now, you gotta oh. tell me. What if they're missing the knees? What if their toes are like seven and missing one? Ah, <laughs> oh, you want me to? Like, like, you're like, you're oh, like, you oh, tell me, fam. Oh, before you, I you get to know. Yeah, before. you don't you don't see like me. So, wait. I, me, I like nyash. Like I feel like nyash. Is important for those who don't know nyash is like sense of humor but uh nyash <laughs> of course it is <laughs> of course it is it's the comedian yeah okay yeah uh, <laughs> you gotta look at something you can't be telling you can a mission is great but that takes time to pick up now we're in a room full of very attractive people that you consider this are my top picks top tier these are my michelin stars of human beings so okay so if I was out and about and I saw vibes. something that I was someone. Yes. Damn, I just objectified. I saw Seven. some woman. So I don't objectify woman. people. I didn't hey. try to. Okay, was, okay. Oh my god. We don't apologize get, on we're, behalf sorry. of the show. I misspoke. Okay. We misspoke. So okay. and I saw a beautiful a beautiful young lady. What would have what would attract me? Yeah, what would attract you first? Holy. Um eyes. I'm be generic, man, but eyes. I, the eyes, man. Yeah. Um, um, hair, but but not like it has to be long or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like you have that, you have a style. You have like, a style to too. go with your your foot, your look. You yeah, have, you know, like you can tell, like even beyond hair, like if they have a certain sense of style. But like that's me though. So I would be attracted to that. Um, yeah, it's just. But mm-hmm. you asking physically though, man. Hey, uh, what I'm you saying. You're you know, talking that. Hey, this guy, oh, he has to be this. Because yeah, I like waiting. slim. I like slim. But you, you know, you can be thickums too. Yes, you can be thick too. Yeah, I'm saying that days for days. So it's just as long as you know how to put together what you got. Yes. Then you got a chance. You know, I'm not like stuck to a certain body frame. Yes. Really. Um, love is love. Yeah, exactly. Even I got friends and my mom's like, yo, like you bring you bring home different types like all the time. Like, yo, and do not ever confuse yourself. I don't know how you feel, brother Jamin. It's because I feel like some people have this stereotype where you think a certain a certain figure, a certain uh, 
body shape, a certain look will make you happy. Fam, you gotta test them out. You gotta test a the bacon and you gotta go all the way to the stand, pick the fattest one. <laughs> you gotta do everything, you gotta find your you don't happiness is not a body fam. Some of the sexiest people I ever dated, my brother, were the I was the most miserable fam. Oh, okay. And they had everything that everybody's like they look like it, but right. they don't feel like it. You want it. me to testify? I can testify. Testify. <laughs> testify. This is the confession table. No, testify. I'm not gonna go there. Uh, don't go too hard. Just give us a brush. <laughs> give us a sprinkle. Oh, it's man. the uncut show. I don't know. You know, I had a. Um, she was she was beautiful. Yes. Okay. Um, I don't know, but. I learned. Out. Let's just say I learned from that relationship. Yes. And um, you know, I was just young back then, so. I, but like now, I I see. You're more things. smarter. You're more wiser. Yeah, more mature. 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 You are on the highest version of emotional couture. <laughs> mature couture. Couture. Right? Yeah, <laughs> no. Let me ask you something. What's the one thing you think people around our age struggle with in relationships? Like things that you feel like. Especially even here in Seattle, speaking like people on the ground in, in Washington, what are some of the things you feel? Uh, that's, this is some of the things that are making relationships, friendships a struggle. Because me, I don't believe in Seattle freeze and all that witchcraft. That witchcraft. Um, I think I think people just struggle with availability, being around, making time. Yeah. Yes. Well, availability because. Everybody's doing doing shit all day, all night. Okay. Um, like whether it's work, you got children, or whatever the case may be, you working on your business after work. You know things of that nature. Uh, events people got going on that you're already pre uh, engaged with. Yes. I feel like so like availability is a big deal. So whenever you meet somebody and you're interested in hanging out with them and things of that nature. I feel like you, you gotta like really vibe with that person in order, in order for them to make time for you, because like we're just such a busy a busy society. You, th you think now. it's a busy society? You think so? You do you think like Corona kind of helped us? You think Corona kind of helped us slow down, regroup? Oh, definitely, it did. How? I mean, um, how? Because now we. We can't go out and see our friends no more. We can't see those people on the daily day to day. So your marketing style has shifted as a brand as well. I, I, I'm sure. Um, I've been kind of low key though during Corona. Okay. I haven't been uh, doing too much, mm -hmm. but basically because I, the stay at home order and the man, mm, uh, yeah, yeah, no like contact, that. yeah, yeah kind so of like limited to, a lot of things. So I had to push off a lot of things I was doing as far yeah. as shoots, but I'm and now I'm just now getting back into uh, models being ready to shoot and feel mm. comfortable and things of that nature. So, so um, go ahead. So um, you know things about to get rolling. I have what uh, three or four shoots lined up already, uh, different with a few different photographers. Like you know I have a team of uh, makeup artists, hairstylists. Uh, I get the models' toes and nails done, mm. thing like that. Because I want them to feel, you know, pampered yeah, in yeah. a little way. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, I'm about to get things rolling again. Um, so stay tuned. Check out the website, Instagram. Different images, different dresses, jackets, uh, pants, sweat, pants, sweat suits, and yes. uh, things of that nature. But um, elevated though. 
you have a very primal eye, very eclectic in who you choose to represent your brand. But I know it's not easy for somebody who's an African-American, Kenyan-American, you're new to Seattle, you just have all this cha-cha, just call them slashes of samurai, cha-cha, I don't call them strikes, I call them cha-cha. <laughs> so how do you stumble on this models and they how do you work with them how do you approach them because i know it's not easy even me as a comedian when i'm trying to collaborate with people you're writing somebody like a little it's not a dm i call it more like a let like i'm you know what i'm saying like i'm pitching like hey dude can i work with you and i know there's a lot of stereotypes that surround oh you know the lot of designers who abuse models and they they poach on them they have uh what's it called they have predator predator predatory Mm -hmm. habits when they're doing with models what are kind of the stereotypes you want to debunk for us because there's a lot of also sexual harassment behind the industry you know you know there's a lot of tmz not tmz storm cnn and fox news in there vibe with this one what's your come on your struggles you have experience in the industry um i feel like i'm fairly new so yeah uh but i i feel like i i'm kind of i've been elevating throughout the three years the three years yeah okay mm -hmm. okay um and just getting to know people of the industry just mm -hmm. kind of feels like uh there may be some type of red tape and vibes. bureaucracy vibes going on in the industry but yeah. like, don't get me wrong i'm not quite i mean i'm not where i want to be of course not yet but i just kind of see like i'm gonna have to deal with it but you know i'm, I'm stay optimistic I'm, I'm ready for it all yeah um but um on a level where I am, some of the issues that I will go through is uh, possibly working with, I don't know, working with models, man. Mm, why? 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 Why is that a struggle? <laughs> why is that a struggle? Why is that a struggle? Um, working with models is—they're uh, all cool. They're all different. Yes. Um, um, but for example, tell I, me, tell me, tell me. What's what's your biggest struggle? Tell me, tell me. I, okay. So I just feel like I'm the designer. You okay? And the designers have an image, whether or not you're a designer, you're yes. a painter, you have a, uh, you're a comedian. Correct. You have yeah, a, everybody, yes. You know, you have a, um, okay. a vibe that you're going for, a certain angle you're trying to do. Okay. And um, when you, as a designer, I reach out to... Designer, reach out to, okay. Uh, yeah, I reach out to certain models that I, fit, I feel fit the vision that I'm trying to create. Mm. So I created, I want to create a vision. There's a face you want on it. Right. Okay. Place a look, certain features, things of that nature. Um, and then, I don't know, just I ran into someone that was kind of like, um, well, you know, as the model, she was like, I don't feel, I'm not feeling the, the clothes or the cuts here mm -hmm. and there. Um, you know, I didn't, I mean, I'm, I'm not a confrontational type of, type of person, but yeah. um, I just like, okay, I just, I feel like you're a model. Like, I, you should have the attitude of, Okay, I'm gonna model these clothes because the designer has a an image for me. So um, from there, I just I just work with people that vibe with me now. Um, if we don't vibe, then we can't we can't rock together. It's not gonna pop. Yeah, and um, yeah. you know I have nothing against that person, but like I can only work with people who want to work with me. And I feel like they're they're out there, and I don't have to, I don't I don't have to work with people I don't want to work with. Uh, I don't know how to how deep I'm gonna get into the industry. Well, I know I'm gonna get in deep. I don't know how like the inner workings of it is, but I, of course I'll adapt. But like at yes. the moment, here's my dream. Do you subscribe to it? Yes. Let's go. You are not lowballing yourself. You're telling them you're 
lifting up your rocket to the moon and you're not compromising nothing of how you're selling it not at all not at all from the the people I work with yeah they're all great um, teamwork you have you have a good team. team you have you have good networks you have you have, you have okay you have a good team yeah. um, that I've been able to build throughout the years um, but um, yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not shooting low at all. Vibes. Not at all. I'm. Uh, I'm definitely want to go, and am gonna go to the top. <laughs> so okay. Like that's. Uh, I know it's gonna take time. So and yeah. I'm patient. Vibes. Um. I hope. I mean, I hope I don't sound arrogant, but I'm just very confident. Okay. I'm not. No, we don't. We are. We don't selling poverty. We're going ahead. Yes. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you something. So, um, I made this big bosses in the future because that's how I, we always project greatness in the future. And one of them offers me a grant. And well, in, in that grant, I have a section. I have a campaign where I can give people $1 million towards their brand to expand to whatever limits they're supposed to go. So I inject it through your Zelle account, which I have, and I, boom, I push $1 million, boom, in your account, and you feel like a Nigerian prince for three seconds. What are you going to do for your brand? Um, probably... Three things. Okay. I'm gonna. Uh, four things. That's, so I would set up. Okay. All of my uh, my uh, logistics, my infrastructure to how I am going to uh, produce product. Okay. Figure out the uh, the time frames of when things can be. Like outsource raw materials, produced. maybe from out of town, or you were gonna get them exactly. locally from me. Okay. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Or source uh, manufacturers, yeah. and, uh, textile yeah. suppliers, and things of that nature, and figure out the my time frames of when I can create things. Yes, so it's going towards because you have to create things for at least I want to for the spring, yes. summer, fall, and uh, winter. Uh, so I'll figure that out first and figure out how much it, it figured out that plan. Two, yeah. um, get it done, and then I would uh, create. Uh, Product for e-commerce because I need to uh, I will, uh, desire to serve things on things online. Yes, so that's kind of where things are going. And people yeah, are so way, people are going virtual now. Yeah. Everything is going there, and people are way more comfortable ordering online than yes. they were like to come and try the, the dresses and stuff. Exactly. Yes, um, and then I also want to uh, have an actual physical store. I want a storefront. Mm-hmm. I have it. Storefront. Like somewhere. Where would you be your ideal? Are you looking on 4th Street, downtown Seattle? Are you looking on Wall Street in New York? Or are you looking on Westminster in London? Where are you looking? Uh-huh. Downtown Tokyo? Where are you looking? So. Downtown Qatar, Dubai. So um, I have a vision of seven stores. Mm-hmm. So far. Okay. I don't want to be one of those 500, 800 store companies. Nah, eight, seven. I- yeah. Limited edition. And I want them in uh, certain cities, uh, and I'm going to choose those depending on, you know, uh, type. I don't know the type of environment there, economy there, things of that nature. Yeah. Um, but then you always then have the online version. Um, I do desire one day, possibly even be in the Milan. Hey, why not? The fashion capital. Nothing is limited here. So. Um, yeah, um, I got I have big dreams, man. Uh, vibes big dreams. and vibes, vibes and vibes, man. Oh uh, yeah, I would love to be. I love to be downtown here. For my, I know my first store is going to be in Seattle. I love okay. to be downtown vibes, somewhere. Vibes, vibes, vibes. Um, but um, there's there's a lot of great neighborhoods out here. Yeah. 
Um, I saw something in the Finney slash Wallingford area. Mm. Um, Ballard would be cool, but um, uh, I'm open. Who are some of the desi designers who uh, inspire you? Like Designers? Um, I love Yoji Yamamoto. Okay. He's a Japanese dis uh, designer, of course. Uh, um, Kanye does, Kanye, too. Kanye, okay. Um, I also got to say, everybody's not a designer. Yes. But Inspiration is uh, Audrey Hepburn. Audrey Hepburn. Um, what are my? Uh, Go ahead. Um, can't remember. I can't remember them all. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, Give me some. Even if it's a, a musical artist, a, a performing artist, anybody who inspires you to create. So yeah, like I said. Kanye, Yoji, yeah. yeah, Audrey, yeah, um, Shaka Zulu, bro. Wow. <laughs> What's your favorite movie of all time? <laughs> um, probably RoboCop. <laughs> <laughs> man, you didn't even say Star Trek fam. You said RoboCop. RoboCop. What man? Who played RoboCop? Let me remember. Peter Weller. Oh shit! I'm talking about the a... 1986 <laughs> version, bro. <laughs> No, not the new one of no, the 90s no, or the 2000s. No, not the new one. Oh, that Robocop was dope. He had, a, he had that mask. You only saw his nose down. Yeah. Like, was, uh, uh, I'm like, why you didn't shoot him in the face? Uh. I never thought of it. They would have shot him in his knees. Places he knew he could recover. <laughs> oh, fuck. Why are you just self-jopardizing the whole mission? Uh. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, man. Today, I've been hanging out with my friend, my brother, Mr. Jamin. I wanted him to take you through a sartorial safari of where he's taking his brand and what he wants to do. Again, I'm plugging him again. Where can they find you online? Online. Check out Siziru.com. That's S-A-Z-I-R-U.com. Yeah. yeah. Check out my Instagram. That's right. where I'm most active at. Check me on my stories and my posts at okay. Jamin L-S. That's J-A-M-E-N-L-S. And also follow Siziru Threads on Instagram. What's next? Okay, I know Corona is here, but where where you projecting to twenty twenty one? Like, for people are like looking. Well, always look on my page. I got some. I got some shoes lined up. Okay, vibes. I'm um, working with a lot of good people, vibes. and we're gonna have some uh, some dope ass visuals coming up soon. Yes. But where you can see me next physically, since we're in the whole Corona yeah, thing, yeah. I'm postponing my show until twenty twenty one. So look for it to be late July, early August sometime. Yeah. Um, but that's just what we have to do now. I don't know everybody understands that, but we're just gonna we're gonna push things back a little bit. But in the meantime, don't worry. I'm perfecting my craft even more. I get better and better with each garment. Um, sometimes I outdo myself and I just pat myself on the back. But uh, just to let y'all know, I'm in a really good creative spot. Creative I'm, space too. Yeah, I'm learning myself and I'm uh, just being more comfortable with presenting my designs to the public. Please do support black creatives. We are on a movement, on a wave, on a boat, on a ship. Nope, we are on a yacht because we don't believe in anything less than a yacht around here. We don't yacht. say poverty. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so uh, we're supporting <laughs> black creatives in this space and we are very humble that you're here, fam. Thank you for coming. You don't know who you're motivating. A lot of my people, listeners, from Seashells and from Japan and from Malaysia and from London and from Germany, all these places, Qatar. I just want to know, fam, you can be this guy. Jamin is telling you. Ja if somebody wants to be like you, what are you going to tell them? Two words. 
if they are looking to be like you when they look at the mirror and they want to have red dreadlocks how can you tell them should they eat red color like should they eat potatoes you know what should happen in two words yeah be better improve yourself improvement progression yes look at who you want to be yeah be better mm. i have a billboard i'm thinking of a billboard bro a billboard down yeah, that was pretty Seattle. that was a pretty good one though <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 that was my next question but i almost feel like you answered it from <laughs> improve yourself but what will you have on it on the billboard if you're gonna put that you have to put a picture because people are driving by this billboard every time you're exiting downtown Seattle. Mm. There has to be something they see. Look then you'll make them read. They don't read first. People are different. Unless it was all white with. Okay. Metal some type of metallic that made it shimmer off shimmer. So all so, white? So you like you can you can look you looking towards it. Yeah. And you just like, what is this shimmer over here? Uh okay, it just okay. says be better. Be better. <laughs> that's a zero. Because uh-huh. it's a zero. Oh, that's dope. Be better. Something through. But hold on. What? My tagline is be royal. Be better. Be royal. So it's not like be better and lose from one cracker to another cracker. You are thinking be better like be royal. What is royalty? I feel like royal is everybody. State of mind. State of mind. State of because you're royalty to somebody. Yeah, vibes. Imagine that you royalty to your mom. Yes. Your uh, your spouse. Yes. Things of that nature. Everybody is royal. Yes. And that's just how I feel and how I think about everybody. Yes. So um, even if you're buying something from that I made as a gift. Yes. I feel like that's telling that person that you're giving it to that I think you're royalty. Mm. You deserve a treatment of somebody high up. I see you on a higher frequency just like myself. That's royalty. Mm-hmm. The best version of yourself. That's royalty. Mm-hmm. Be better. Be the best version of yourself. Always. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys for plugging in, man. It's been real, it's been live. Thank you, man. My brother, German, man. We'll link up some more. Anytime, man. You have the official visa. You know, the official passport. If you want to drop in here and tell us about a new project, I got people here. 1,000 people listen to me a day. They will listen to you. And you tell them what you're doing and they follow you. These people from eh, from these countries I've never had. And I want to go there. Austria farm. Mm. Belgium farm. They're listening. Mm. Canada farm. Mm. Qatar farm. Mm. We're going to Sudan. Kenya. Everywhere farm. Fam, fam, fam. We're going. We're moving. Anytime you have something you want to plug in, these people are going to follow you. The social media, watch out. More life, more blessings, man. you have anything else to say? Is there something you want me to ask you that I didn't ask? No, man. It was been great. Vibes. I love it. Thanks for having me on the a- show, on the anytime, podcast. Anytime. You guys follow me. Look for any updates, all images, visuals. Yeah. Product coming soon, y'all. I just got to say, salute. To the general. Vibes, man. Vibes, vibes, vibes. Yo, and this has been an uncut episode, man. Plug in. And we are out. Thank you for tuning in to the show. Please remember to like, 
share, and subscribe to General Matambo Uncut Podcasts. Now available on all platforms. Au revoir. Kwambosho ni narua bembele nyuma Na bado inafani fikironga Ni korelu wa izbuda ni menuna Na jaribu kusikiza madonda Fresh keja amende ataki skuma Amechoka na nguoza gikomba Karanja kuna dona fakutuma Niweke kwa inamba buda boss Tuma kitu, tuma kitu, tuma kitu Na tumipia na ya kuchowa Tuma kitu, tuma kitu, tuma kitu Maze form CEO poa Tuma kitu Tuma kitu, tuma kitu Usisa hau ya kutowa Tuma kitu, tuma kitu Tuma kitu, gade, tuma kitu Yo, all I do is swing kama kali Dama Usman Kamaru 